Welcome to the Life in Moderation podcast. I'm your host, Alex Adele King, certified nutritionist and holistic women's health expert. Here, we'll cover all topics related to nutrition, women's health, hormones, self-development, and personal growth. I'm here to guide you on your journey to balancing your hormones, loving your menstruation, cycle syncing, and living your best life. Now let's get into it. Welcome to today's episode of the Life in Moderation podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about my top five tips for healthy hormones that you can implement right now. Hormones are so important. Typically, when we think about hormones, we think about our sex hormones like estrogen and testosterone, but hormones are so much more than that. Hormones control your mood, your weight, your energy, everything. The hormones in your body are so important. They help you wake up in the morning. They help you go to sleep at night. They make you happy. They make you sad. And so there are a few key factors that I want to talk about that you can implement today in order to help balance your hormones. So hormones are very important. They control just about every function in the body. When hormones become imbalanced, they can affect everything like mood, weight gain, even cancer risk. So hormones are very, very important. Hormones are these little chemical messengers that send signals throughout the body telling you if something's off or if something is in balance. And so balancing your hormones will look differently for everyone because every body is so different. Every person is different. Everyone's circumstances are different. Everyone has their own journey and their own story with their hormones. So it depends what's going on, but there are some small changes that we can do every day in order to make a big difference over time in our health and our hormones. So for the purpose of today's episode, I will mostly be talking about balancing your hormones if you have any conditions like PCOS, endometriosis, PMDD, ovarian cysts, or if you're on the birth control pill, or if you're balancing your hormones post-birth control pill. So any women's health issue that you might be experiencing, start implementing these tips today so that you can start noticing a difference in your health. So my top five tips for healthy hormones are number one, of course, food, diet, nutrition is so, so, so important for everything. So what I like to tell my clients is include a source of protein, fat, fiber, and color at every single meal or snack. So I'll give you an example. If you're having a rush day and you're thinking, or you had a busy day and in the evening, you're thinking you just want to make something quick and easy. So you go to make some pasta and some pasta sauce and that's it. You call it a day. Well, let's think back. Did you have a source of protein? Did you have a source of healthy fat? Did you have a a healthy source of fiber there? And did you have color? So color, yes, with the tomatoes, that counts as color. The noodles don't really count as color because any shades of brown or beige don't really count as color. So the tomatoes, you have color there, yes. Is it a variety of color? No. Could you do better? Yes. You could throw in some basil, throw in some spinach, have a side of broccoli or broccolini, some sort of roast veggies. And then let's think, did we have a source of protein? Mm, The pasta is going to have, depending on the the type, it'll have a little bit of protein, but 
typically not too much. So maybe you want to throw on there, let's say a grilled chicken breast. And what about fat? Did you have fat? Mm, a little bit. There's probably a little bit in the tomato sauce, but probably not enough. So to the pasta, I would even add some butter or some olive oil or even in the, the chicken, that'll be a healthy source of fat as well. Did you have fiber? Yes, the pasta is a source of fiber. And so just thinking, you went from having just pasta and some sort of red sauce to now you have the grilled chicken, you have a side of roast veggies, you know, you're kind of building this meal. So when you have protein, fat, fiber, and color, why this is so important is because it helps to balance your blood sugar levels. So especially women with PCOS, typically always have some sort of blood sugar imbalance there. Typically, insulin resistance is highly linked with PCOS, and that's usually why a lot of women with PCOS have a lot of trouble losing weight. They tend to hold on to weight a lot easier and then have trouble getting rid of it. So if we include protein, fat, fiber, color at every meal, this really helps to balance those blood sugar levels and in turn balance those hormones. It will also keep you fuller longer, and that way you're not having those crazy high ups and those crazy low lows with the increase of sugar and then the really deep dip of sugar. Basically, you're keeping everything nice and balanced, and you don't have to go on that blood sugar imbalance roller coaster. You'll be fuller longer, so you won't want to snack and have those sugary, carby snacks at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Your brain will be really sharp. Your energy will be nice and high. So that's tip number one, nutrition with protein, fat, fiber, color at every single meal and snack. Squeeze it in when you can. Number two is to decrease stress. <laughs> this is so important, especially in the world that we live in today. Stress is just surrounding us all the time, even if you don't realize it. It's just so prevalent. We get an email ding or a text message or someone cuts us off on the road or someone said something that irritated us or whatever it was, even just having the news on all of these things are sources of stress, even if we don't realize it, even if we just push through the day and you don't even think twice about it. Your body doesn't know the difference between the news, something stressful happening on the news, and you running from a saber-toothed tiger. Your body doesn't know the difference. All it knows is that it's sending stress alarms all throughout your body. It's sending cortisol out. Your adrenals are becoming stressed. And in turn, this totally imbalances your hormones. A lot of our hormones come from our adrenal glands. So this is so important to keep your adrenal glands healthy because if they're stressed out all the time, that's their primary job, then they can't make you healthy hormones because they're too busy helping to cope with the stress that you're experiencing every single day. And then they can't make either enough estrogen or progesterone, which is your nice chill hormone. And so if it's too busy focusing on your stress hormones, it can't produce the right amount of those sex hormones to keep your hormones, your PCOS, your PMS, your PMDD, all in balance. And so what we want to do is decrease stress and actively focus on decreasing stress even if you don't feel stress, it's still important to have a self-care routine that you can implement every day. 
So what does that look like for you? Does it look like nourishing your body and meal prepping? Does it look like meditation? Does it look like yoga, journaling, going for walks, your skincare routine, having a bath, going in the sauna? Find what works for you and really, really schedule it in because I know some of us tend to be really busy or lazy and just kind of let it fall to the wayside. But I'm telling you, schedule it in your calendar, set time aside for these things because this is super, super important. So find what works for you to decrease the stress and relax. My tip number three is to go to bed at 10 p.m. Now that might be a little early for some of you listening, but this is the perfect time to go to bed. And I don't want you to just crawl into bed at 10 p.m. I want you to be falling asleep by 10 p.m., 11 p.m. at the latest. So ideally, you're kind of winding down around 8 and then you're kind of doing your evening routine around 9 and then you're in bed around 9, 9.30 and ready to be sleeping by 10 p.m. That is ideal because our liver detoxes from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m., but our body goes through this whole detox process starting around 11 p.m. So you get your best sleep from around 11 to 3. And if you're waking up during that 1 to 3 a.m. window, that's your liver saying it's way overburdened with all the toxins of life and all the chemicals. So just something to take note of. But sleep hygiene is so, so, so important for your body Because if you're not getting a good deep sleep, your whole circadian rhythm is thrown off. So cortisol is thrown off, melatonin is thrown off, and in turn, then a lot of your other hormones can be thrown off as well. So make sure you're in bed by 10 p.m. If you want to learn more about sleep, I definitely recommend Sean Stevenson's book, Sleep Smarter. If you want to learn about all the benefits about sleep, there's some very, very interesting research in there. Just talking about the importance of sleep and how to get a better sleep. Even if you think you're getting a good sleep now, I'm absolutely sure there's something that you can be doing even better, like avoiding screen time two hours before bed or sleeping in complete silence or complete darkness. So even if there's a slight bit of light, even that little bit of light, when it hits your skin, your skin actually absorbs that light and can totally disrupt your sleep. So make sure that your room is completely dark, there's no sounds, there's no distractions, and no screen time two hours before bed. Number four is to have one to three bowel movements every single day. I can't stress this enough. So many of my clients think it's normal to be constipated for weeks at a time when in reality, if you're constipated, you're keeping all those hormones inside and then they recirculate in the body. So this is typically when we see estrogen dominance or acne from testosterone and so on. There are so many terrible things that can get recirculated in the body, including toxins, excess hormones, if you're not eliminating this. So we want to be having one to three bowel movements every single day. Ideally, after every meal, you'll have a bowel movement. So three would be the goal. So we have good, better, best. One is good, two is better, three is best. So we want to make sure that we're getting rid of these excess toxins, 
Otherwise, they'll just keep recirculating in the body. If this sounds like you, if you're constipated for weeks at a time, or if there's any straining during bowel movements, first look at your water. Are you drinking enough water? And along with that, what kind of quality water is it? Is it tap water? I definitely recommend avoiding tap water at all costs. So make sure it's good filtered water. I like the Santivia filter. I also like the Erky filter as well if you're looking to have a little bit more of an investment in your water filtration system. So make sure that you're drinking half of your body weight in ounces every single day. Number two, make sure you're getting enough fiber in your diet. So if you don't get enough of it from vegetables, that would be absolutely number one. And if you're still constipated, then it could be a number of things like medication, hormones that are causing constipation. So in that case, I would include a fiber supplement. And three, look at your stress levels. If you're stressed, you're in fight or flight mode and you're not in rest and digest. So if you're in fight and flight mode, then your digestive system is completely shut off and you're most more likely to be constipated. So look at your stress levels and see if we can decrease stress levels in order to put you in rest and digest mode. And that way you can have a happy gut and a happy belly and in turn, happy hormones. And my final tip, tip number five, is to ditch the plastic and chemical-filled products. This could be a whole episode all on its own with plastics and chemicals and and the toxins from the air that we breathe. So toxins are everywhere, 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 everywhere. So it's important to look up where they could be coming from and look up how to decrease them. So these plastics and chemical-filled products are also called xenoestrogens. When you look up xenoestrogens, this could be anything from pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, cleaning products, plastics, canned foods, receipt paper. It can be in air and dust, air fresheners, perfumes, laundry products, new mattresses or new furniture, hair dyes, nail polish, personal care products, perfumes, sunscreen, the list goes on and on and on and on. So xenoestrogen is a type of xenohormone that imitates estrogen in the body, which can cause estrogen dominance. So take inventory of the products that you're using on the daily and the environment that you're in and just see if you can do better. So switching from your regular laundry detergent to something more plant-based and scent free, switching your perfume to essential oils, switching from plastic toys to wood toys, switching out your conventional cosmetics for natural and organic cosmetics, filtering your water, and the list goes on and on. So I would highly suggest to look up xenoestrogens. That is spelled X-E-N-O-E-S-T-R-O-G-E-N-S, xenoestrogens. And just take inventory of what you have and see where you can do better in order to eliminate more of those hormones so that your hormones can balance out naturally without having all these chemical estrogens surrounding you. So if you currently are using perfume or have air fresheners in your home or in your car or you're using conventional cleaning products, then start there. Start with one thing at a time. It took me a long time to get to where I'm at today, 
with the products that I have, but once you finish a product, just swap it out for something more natural. And there's a couple apps that I recommend that you can look into and you can actually scan your products in these apps and it'll give you a score of how toxic your products are. So the two apps that I use are Think Dirty and Healthy Living. And the Healthy Living app is also a website by EWG, the Environmental Working Group. The Environmental Working Group is also responsible for Dirty Dozen and Clean 15, which tells you the most chemically sprayed foods every year and also the 15 least sprayed foods every year. So if you didn't know that that exists, look into that as well, the Dirty Dozen and Clean 15. But go on to EWG on their website to look into beauty products. I believe it's called Skin Deep. And you can just type in your beauty product and it gives you a rating and it tells you how many carcinogens are in that product and it gives you a rating on a scale. So I would say start scanning some of your products. See how toxic they are or how clean they are and take inventory and go from there. So let's say once you finish your laundry detergent, just swap it out for something more natural. So those are my top five tips for healthy hormones that you can implement today in order to help balance out your hormones long-term. So to recap, we have one, nutrition, super important, include protein, fat, fiber, color at every meal and snack. Two, decrease your stress. Find what works for you, whether that's meditation, yoga, journaling, therapy, going for a walk, taking a bath, Find what works for you and really fit it into your schedule and really do it every day to decrease your stress long term. Number three is to go to bed by 10 p.m. Be asleep by 10 p.m. I'm challenging you. Do that tonight. Get in bed at nine. Be asleep by 10. See how good you feel tomorrow morning. Number four is to have one to three bowel movements every single day. If you are constipated, you are just recirculating your hormones and your toxins in your body. So we want to be eliminating this and getting rid of this so we can balance your hormones. And number five is to ditch the plastics and chemical filled products, aka xenoestrogens, which will totally mess with your hormones. So replace your plastic shower liner with a cloth one. Replace your laundry detergent with something non-toxic and scent-free. Replace your shower products with some organic products. Replace your toothpaste with natural toothpaste. The list goes on and on and on. Take inventory of what you have in your home and work on replacing them with more natural and organic products in order to balance out your hormones. So that's it for me today. Let that information sink in. As always, feel free to reach out to me at Nutrition Moderation on Instagram if you have any questions. My mission is to help change women's health one woman at a time. So I would absolutely love it if you could share this with a friend or share it on social media and tag me. I hope you have a wonderful day. My friends, thank you so much for listening in. If you liked this episode, feel free to share it with a friend, subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. For more health, wellness, and lifestyle tips, you can come say hi to me on Instagram at nutritionmoderation or online at nutritionmoderation.com. I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are. We'll chat soon.